Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast, where each week we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. We're bellied up to the bar today with a serial, not killer. I hope you all saw my one post because I loved it. I found this amazing image, and it was a suit and tie, Jason Voorhees. And I was like, how perfect for serial entrepreneur. But we have with us serial entrepreneur, uh, podcast mogul, uh network owner like there's all kinds of tags we can give give eric but most of all we're just going to call him eric cabral eric welcome to the above the bar podcast thanks so much thank you oh i love the applause thank you thank you thank you (laughs) it's the live audience at the bar how are you sir i am fantastic how are you thanks good how are things in new jersey Good, good, man. Uh, you know, sun's setting. It's nighttime. And so hopefully the girls, uh, as they get ready for bed, are not going to scream and yell and get on your and, show. <laughs> and look, my my five-year-old's upstairs right now watching a Disney movie called uh, Under Wraps, something about a, a, a mummy. So I expect at any moment. And when once he realizes I'm podcasting, he likes to like run on. And he, he can't hear it. I got my earpieces in. And he'll run up and be like, hi. And everybody's like, I'm like and then I'm taking the earpiece. It's, Good. but that's why it's, it's so the bad. bar. It, you yeah. know, it's a bar. You never, you never know who's going to show up. You never know who's going to roll up on you while you're enjoying a drink. It could be your kids, could be an ex, who knows. I lost you for a moment there. I'm here. Uh, Yep. So let's go ahead and uh, get things going, get the house cleaning done so we can get everybody situated. So as always, folks, let's move the mic for a moment. For those of you that are watching live, there's the big board for sticker and a cause. If you've got a, a cause that you believe in, something that you're supporting, maybe you have your own podcast, maybe you have a charitable organization, you got something going up. Maybe you got a band. I don't care what it is. Reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, even our emails, the Above the Bar podcast, our network is the Earplug Podcast Network. You can reach me on any one of those, the Above the Bar podcast. Let me know what you got going on. I'll give you the address where to send the sticker. You send me a sticker. We put it up on the board. We read about it. That's free advertisement for you because that's the only way we all get to grow is if we do it together. All right, so we've got that. Other thing is, is hey, maybe your media looks like it was killed by a serial killer. And you need to improve it. So that's Media by Dibs. Make sure you reach out to Dibs. He's Media by Dibs on Facebook and on Media by Dibs on Instagram. If you find him on LinkedIn, it's Andrew Dibble. He'll sit down with you. It's a 10% discount on your first order and a free consultation if you tell him belly up to the bar. Can't beat it. He's And if, you, if you're wondering like, well, how do I know what Dibs Media is? Um, he does tons of minor league baseball teams media hockey teams media so he's got it kind of figured out trust me reach out to media by dibs so house cleaning is done eric the house is clean the bar's open you're muted right now it looks like um i hear some background noise setting oh it's okay look that is perfect look every bar is loud 
We actually did a, <laughs> we did an episode a couple of weeks ago from a bar, like in a bar. Nice. That was that was when I realized I had to get different mics. I had to get uh instead of regular podcasting mics, yeah. I had to pick up some lollipop mics because yeah, some directional, yeah, yeah, vocal mics. Yeah, because it was it was bad. Like people were like, I like the show. It just got kind of hard to hear sometimes. Like it was a grand opening for a bar. Gotcha. Gotcha. The, the energy was there though. That's right. That, that's important. Oh, it was, it was yeah. great. You know, cameras going. So well, let's talk about so I mentioned earlier, so you are a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, I, um, it's funny when, and I'll probably have to update that because when I hear it now, you know, because I, I probably put that in there many, many years ago. And I'm like, I don't know if that's a strength, Sean, honestly. What do you mean? I feel like it's a, it's a distraction, right? It's, um, I was do, it, I, the reason I was a serial entrepreneur is because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I left corporate America after over 20 years and I was like, I tried everything. Like I put a ton of irons in the fire. I was like, whatever works, works, you know, and they were all working. So I had to like, <laughs> you know, like I was saying before the mics and camera turned on, I was like diluted focus equals diluted results. So I was building a lot of things at the same time, but not one of them was shining or taking off um, okay. as it could have. Um, I mean, I learned a ton, you know, but um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend being a serial entrepreneur. Um, especially if you're the one doing everything, because now I'm blessed enough to have business partners that do a lot of the work. Um, so therefore I can do more stuff, but yeah, yeah. I probably update that Sean at some point. So that's interesting. We've had other serial entrepreneurs on, um, and most of them wear that like a badge of honor that you are the, this is, I know we're going to get into the podcasting piece in a minute, but this is interesting because you're the first serial entrepreneur I've ever spoken to that had successful businesses. They've all had successes who was like, yeah, it was great. I did it, but I wouldn't recommend it. And I do love your tagline. Diluted equals diluted. I love the fact that diluted uh, effort, diluted results. That's or diluted focus, diluted results. I'm going to say diluted. That's amazing. But I really want to hear more about that. And folks, if you're you're joining us right now, please like, share, share this out to other uh, all your yard sale sites that you belong to on Facebook and anywhere else till you can get kicked off of them. That's the only other way other people see this <laughs> and, and they need to hear Eric because that's interesting to me. I, I've never heard a serial entrepreneur say, eh, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, um, it, it was years and years in the making, Sean, because I uh, I was learning. You know, I, I, I had a very limited mindset and experience, you know, just uh, towing the corporate line and doing it for decades, waiting to collect that gold watch, you know, maybe <laughs> I'll get a set of Ginsu steak knives and cut through cans and whatever it was I was waiting for never really w- came or did I do I think it was going to come. And then um, I was like, man, I'm making all this money for all these Fortune 100 companies and all I get is a, a thank you. Don't let the door smack you in the ass on the way out. Right. <laughs> Don't know? let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Yeah, I love that. And um, yeah, I was just like, I'm going to crush it all. I'm going to do what Gary V tells me. I'm going to document the journey. I'm going to hustle and grind. And I don't recommend that either. I mean, that's 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 burning the candle on both ends. Like if you're young and you're young 20-something that likes to show off your tattoos versus your scars because, you know, like OGs like us, we like to talk about the lessons learned through failure. Whereas, you know, 
at the time, if, it wasn't right timing for me. I was in my mid 40s, I was going through my midlife crisis. So I had to prove something to myself and to others. Like I could do this without corporate. Um, and yeah, man, it was tough, you know, and finally we're gaining success. Um, you know, a lot of it was pounding the chest and look what we can do. And on, on the stage, it looked great, but backstage, it was a hot mess. <laughs> 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 People running into each other, falling downstairs, you know, it was, it was fires. Ah, put the fire out, you know? <laughs> oh God, that's so great. So, so you're saying it, it didn't look like, uh, it, it looked like the wolf that ate wall street, not wolf of wall street. <laughs> like that yeah yeah exactly that's exactly. wild though so well how many years were you doing that for and, and i promise you i'm listening i keep complaining i gotta buy new chairs new yeah, bar new stools exactly. because my bar stool the the compression in it is like dying uh, the, the hydraulics start oh the hydro yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like it, someday somebody will jump on here and be like this is how you fix that and tell me i'm too lazy to, to look <laughs> it up uh, but but how many years were you doing that portion of it you know the serial entrepreneur piece um I mean, I'm still doing it. I just, I, I, I put some things to rest and um, and focused my attention on one thing, which is my multimedia company on air brands. So at the time when I started and I left corporate America, I got into real estate investing and I was like, I'm going to learn this. And I'm just going to become a full-time investor and I'm going to create wealth and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be raining, raining dollars. And, you know, I was just going <laughs> to... You know, I was going to be, I was going to be Trump, you know, it was going to be whatever, whoever, whoever was investing, it looked to me was ridiculously successful. That's so I was chasing the dollar. And then when I had some relative success there, I noticed that um, there were other opportunities, right? All these investors were interested in what I was doing in social media and podcasting and branding and marketing. And I started to help one investor and then I help another. And then all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, I got to start hiring people. I can't do all this by myself. So then it created my multimedia agency on air brands. But every opportunity that came, Sean, it was like, oh, I'll do that too. So then like I had all these podcasters in my network and I had all these investors in my network and I had all these people that wanted to be on a podcast. So I was like, what if we just stuff you all in a room and then I'll charge tickets for that. And then everybody can be on each other's podcast. And then it worked, you know, people were paying like upwards of $3,000 to get in the door. And I was like, this is a new business. So then I was like, okay, on air brands, you go off to the side while I go build this. <laughs> and then, so it was like three businesses now that I'm running at the same time. And uh, yeah, it, it drove me crazy, man. It was, and it drove the people around me crazy. Cause I, I was, I wasn't focused. I was just going to the shiny object. Now, now you, I want to get into, you know, everybody wanting to be on a podcast and all that, that you were dealing with. So I've got some friends that, you know, they spend serious money, not like BS, like, oh, I've got a coach and, you know, I see them once a month and I spend $50 and they tell me, suck it up, buttercup. You know, it's not one of those kind of things. I've got friends that <clears throat> they already, they're in that, almost in that serial element and they're spending tens of thousands of dollars on co legit coaching. Mm. And one of the big things right now is go have a podcast. You need a podcast. What are your, th no. Now I know when I hear it from these folks, I kind of look at them and go, please don't. <laughs> and it's not, and I say it to them like not in a mean way, yeah. but I'm like, you, you, are you good at talking to people? in that way what are some of the like you've talked to these people you've dealt with these people mm -hmm. what are some of your thoughts when people are like 
So yeah, I think I can go ahead and get me a podcast. I'm going to go ahead and get out there. I'll be like the biggest <laughs> thing in the world. Yeah. It's um it's an interesting time that we're living in, right? It's it's um I, I liken it to, you know, speaking to our, our I'm, I'm guessing you're, you're, you're a Gen Xer like I am. Yeah, I'm 45. Yeah. So we, we remember the, the dot-com era. You know, we remember everybody had a website. You know, and prior to websites, what were, were there? Uh, business cards, brochures, you know, business meetups, things like that. But when the web became a platform for your business and it became the new calling card, the new business card, and it was a requirement, if you have a business, you got to have a website. Not everyone had a nice website and not everyone had a clear message on their website. A lot of people just threw exactly what was on their brochures or whatever was on their business card and they just slapped it up there. You know, Yahoo sites and, you know, yes. and, Fire, you know what, what, was, what was um, the other ones? Firefly. Firefly. Do you remember this one before Google? Um, uh, not North, yeah, North Star, I think, was one. Well, there North was North Star, was one. There's uh, SGs, which had one? commercials, they had commercials Dude. for SGs. Oh, yeah, and it was all on the radio, right? <laughs> so, um, um yeah. so, so it's kind of the same, like with, yeah, Prodigy. Remember, remember getting the, the, the metal, the tin, the tin yes. cases, AOL, Netscape, not Netscape. Well, Prodigy, did you know who owned Prodigy? Who Sears? Oh, really. Prodigy was a Sears thing. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, My that dad worked huge. there. That's the reason I knew it. Yeah. I mean, everybody thought AOL.com, remember, was was the internet. You know, and I had to explain yes. to my parents, that's not the internet. So we're kind of in the same era. It's very, very similar to me that podcasting is like a must for businesses now, right? It used to be a hobby, a way to kind of just have fun with your friends and shoot the shit, you know, and be your version of whatever Rogan is or Tim Ferriss, whoever it was. Sound <laughs> like these guys are having fun, right? Smoking right. weed and drinking and just like bullshitting with your friends. But then now people are like, wait a minute, I can do sales through my podcast or I could sell people stuff. Like, and it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. If you want to do that, you could do it the right way with some integrity. Cool. Then do it. You know, make sure that the people that you're talking to uh, are aware that this could potentially be a sale. Right. And your intention is to see if you can help them versus like, hey, I'm going to sell you on this and I'm going to Trojan horse this. Um, so I'm not oh, a big God. fan of that. But like, oh, yeah. God, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It's no, I was crazy, just, right? I was just agreeing it. with you. You see it happen, right? You see it happen all day long. And 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 people don't like that. People don't like being hoodwinked, you know, bait and switched. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be a guest on your show. Thank you so much. Oh wait a minute, uh, this feels weird. Now, now you're trying to take my pants off. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> slow down. I thought I was just here to hang out, Bill man. Co I got Bill Cosby. Holy yeah, shit. yeah, exactly. So so the thing is, so that there's that. But then there's also here's where we're kind of like evolving. Now everyone has a podcast. There's 2.8 million podcasts out there, more than half of which aren't even active, right? They're dead in the water, what we call pod faded. You know, they can't even get past eight to 10 episodes. Um, and I don't recommend that, right? But, but I do recommend as entrepreneurs or people who want to experiment, try, go ahead, try. If it's not for you, that's fine. Nobody's judging, just do it. And if it does, just walk away. But if you do want to do it and you do want to grow a podcast and a following in a community and you want to build your business from it, you have to stick with it, right? You got to do it for 12 months, at least. You got to stick to it, right? Commit to it. Whether there's one person listening, most likely your mom or, and, or anyone else and yourself. So there's two. And the thing is, you got to stick to it. So the thing is also, here's the really, really, really important thing. If anyone gets anything from this, and I'm sure we're going to have way cooler stuff to talk about. But right now, if you've gotten this far, congratulations and thank you. The thing is, 
you got to have a message and you got to be super clear on your values. Like you can't just turn the mic on and just start bullshitting because people are going to get tired of that. They're not going to know what to expect. They're not going to see any consistency. Like have two or three main topics that you talk about over and over and over. You can have different guests, but hit up on those topics. And what will be cool and what will be exciting is how your guest riffs off your topics. Because that's what the thing is, is like, just like old school Barnes and Noble, when we used to walk in and like, I pick up that Better Homes and Garden magazine, or I pick up that, you know, that Hot Rod magazine. I know what to expect when I leaf through it, right? If I open 100%. up Entrepreneur Magazine, I'm not expecting to see bikinis, so that wouldn't be a terrible idea. But like, <laughs> you're flipping through a, a business magazine, you're not expecting to see, you know, Better Homes and Garden stuff. So when people go to your podcast, you want them to know what to expect. You want it to be somewhat predictable. Um, guests are great. But solo solo casts are great too. I like I like smashing it together. I do solo casting. Uh, I do twice a week, one interview on Mondays, and then a solo cast on Thursdays. So there's a lot of different ways. It's the Wild West, man. You can do whatever you want, but just do it consistently. That's the biggest thing. Well, I, I think 100% agree with you. Be consistent. I'll even throw this. Don't be afraid to change. Yeah. So like I, I've talked to people about this before. When I first put my show together in my head. I'm like, I'm a middle-aged dad, retired Marine. I've got all these funny things that happen in my day-to-day. And then I got on the mic and I realized I don't remember most of that shit. (laughs) I, I, I don't, I don't remember it. And I had, I started going through my shows and realizing I enjoy talking to people. I want to know about people. You, you know, I, it's funny you said your topic. Somebody said to me, "Oh, you need to be more niche." I've talked about this a hundred times. You need to be more niche. No, I don't. They're like, "Yeah, yeah, you you should just do because I like comic books. Just do comic books." No, I enjoy that. I'm not gonna not gonna spend all day on here doing it. Well, what's your show about? My show is about people. Who you are, what you do, and what makes you great. That's why I got you. I love it. Who you are, what you do, what makes you great. If I, if I can get that out of all my guests, that is, I, that's what I'm looking for. But the one year piece, how hard do you think that is for the average person that does this? I do. You're doing two shows a week. To me, that's crazy. <laughs> I do one show a week, sometimes Saturdays, but. To think two shows a week, that's wild to me. Yeah. Like how hard do you think it is for the average person? Or, or what do you think – this is probably a better question. What do you think people miss when they, they go into it to say, hey, I'm going to tie this to my business or I'm going to make this into a business doing podcasting? You know, What do you think they miss that they're, they realize like, oh, shit, I can't do this? what do they miss before like, they do before they come to that right like what should they know yeah. like like what yeah. is the thing uh, yeah the so there's two things there the first one is thinking of a podcast as becoming your business like so a lot of people that i talk to you know the the, the mainly the ones and no disrespect to anyone who's listening because i have a lot of friends and family who come to me with this question they want to be the next rogan right they, they sure. want to be the next guy because it looks like fun right you know how long rogan's been doing it like he's an early, he's an early adopter. He's like the pod father, right? I mean, he's the one that started when nobody was listening in his basement, you know, over a dozen years ago. Like, are you down to do this for like 12, 13, 14, 15 years and then see the results? 
Probably not. So the thing is, it takes a long time if you think that you're going to create. So managing expectations is the number one thing. Um, podcasting has become such a commodity at this point. Like there's so many topics, there's so many people, there's so many ways to get podcasts. How are you going to stand out, right? Well, manage your expectations and figure out like, what are you passionate about? You got to make this a passion thing for you. Like it's, it, what are you, what are you willing to talk about for the next three to five years is what I always say. Like, if you don't think you could talk about UFOs for three to five years, then don't do it. Right. <laughs> if you don't think you could talk about, you know, you know, how to, how to, how to fix cars or whatever it is, then don't do it. But if it's something that, that is super passionate for you, then yeah, F yeah, do it, man. Uh, because you won't care how many people are listening. You truly won't. And then that's where the rubber meets the road. Because when you don't really truly care, you'll be yourself, right? You you won't like, you won't try to mold yourself to what you think people want to hear. You know, I don't want to offend anybody. Like screw that, man. So if you could be yourself and you could step into just your, just, just putting your stuff out there, no matter what people think or say, then, then I, then I, then I applaud you because that's the that's the way you can find success for yourself because you're doing it for yourself. You're not doing it for others. Well, it's funny you said the don't want to offend people thing. You won't offend unless you're offending people in your day to day. Like you're just walking around, you're just an offensive person. <laughs> you're probably not going to offend people in a podcast <laughs> be, because you're not going to do offensive things. Yeah. You know, like you said, you know, Joe Rogan, I. For me, I always thought about it like, you know, I would love to, to be Howard Stern, yeah. but I'm not Howard Stern. Yeah, you know what I mean. At no point am I getting up on the mic and be like, <laughs> and somebody, <laughs> yeah, and somebody's going to get excited about it. So, so absolutely, I absolutely understand that. And it's funny you talked about topics, you know. And I mentioned the niche thing. How do you feel like should people with podcasts get? Can you, well, maybe this is a better question. Can you be too niche? I think so. But can you be too niche? I think in, so. If you asked me this question four or five years ago, I would say yes. Now things have changed to the point where the more niche you get, uh, the better you can probably achieve some level of success that you would appreciate. Right. So, for example, um, there's a guy that we're producing a show for. Um, who is talking about, um, about, about mindset and like spirituality, right? So that's a, that's a big category. That's a very big category in the podcast industry, but he's also tying it into like wealth management and like investing and things like that. So like, if you can get micro niche or, or even better, and it's like, all of a sudden it's like, I'm doing all that, everything I just said, plus I'm only talking to women entrepreneurs, like the more niche you can get in this day and age, the more you can own a category, right? And once, and the thing is, I forgot the statistic, but it's, it's, it's important. Your first, oh man, I wish I knew it by heart. Let's, I'm just going to make up a number here. Okay. So it's, it's like <laughs> the first 90 days of your podcast are the most important. That's when you get the majority of your downloads. Cause then everything just goes whoosh, down. So like, if you want to, you want to launch with some, some relative success so that you get as many like all, listeners uh, to, to commit because they're going to fall off. There's going to be a lot of other podcasts, right. but if you can really niche down, I, I do recommend that actually, Sean, I do recommend that. And uh, yeah, see, that's, that's interesting to me. I would, I, I guess for me, I always, I would, I worried about the niche. I worried about the two, two niche, but 
but I always say I'm, I'm a human interest. Well, it, it's not for everyone, right? Because if you get too niche, so so if you pick one, like what what would be one topic that you could probably talk about over the next three years? I could talk about staffing, like because that's what I do for a living: sales and mm. staffing. I did twelve years of recruiting in the Marine Corps, and mm. now doing it. I could sit down and talk about sales and sales techniques and staffing techniques all day long, all day long. Yeah. Well, you would probably it would be a good experiment. Like, what if you started a podcast? Then live is a different beast. Um, if you started a podcast that was like staffing, but then you coupled it with something else. Like, you talk about a lot of things. You know, I've seen your oh, show. Yeah. You're like, how to be a blacksmith. Uh, I got that. You, are UFOs real? You know, uh, you know, <laughs> you, you, yeah, DC Glenn on, you know, like hip hop 90. It? Like, so like, imagine you pick that, like staffing, but then like a twist of hip hop, you know, you know, like. And then oh, that'd like, oh, be so great. Oh, God. So, I, something like fun. that where you, you, you mashed some things together staffing in the hip-hop industry <laughs> but yeah you would blow up because like it nobody else is doing that and it's unique to you like whatever is unique to you own it right and then all of a sudden you'll build a following because there are people like oh i needed this in my life i didn't realize it but i need it so i've thought about doing another see i've thought about doing a second show with the staffing piece but it would only be like 15 minutes of preset questions and only interviewing hiring managers or or uh, a agency agency or internal staffers, but fifteen minutes because I feel like it, it something like that for me. It needs to be long enough for me to get from my from my driveway to my home. Doesn't need to be longer than that. Yeah. Well, from listening to your show, which is re it's really good, by the way, I, I do appreciate what you're doing. Um, the Say you did that 15 minute shows, right? I love bite sized chunks nowadays in the TikTok era. Like, our attention spans getting smaller and oh, smaller so and smaller and smaller, right? Pretty soon, we're gonna be like gnats flying around and like, I can't pay attention to anything. And so, then, um, so with that, you could create a show, but from your flavor and style, I recognize there's got to be an element of spontaneity, right? So, like, you could have those questions laid out, and you're gonna get different answers from guests, so that will be somewhat, uh, you know spontaneous but then maybe there's something you throw at the end like what's the craziest thing you ate man and then like you'll hear <laughs> that's different nathan stories, does that right? for me <laughs> yeah yeah you like you throw that that curveball question at the end and they, it's not always the same every show so it's like a it's a roulette thing i don't know i have to think about it. i'm gonna give a yeah. give us a legitimate thought i, I really have thought about it because yeah. i i look at my industry on a regular and there's so much there's so much craziness in my industry I had a guy today. This is a no shitter. Called him at 830 this morning. Hey, you're all set to start work at 10. Yup. I'm good. Asking me about boots and this, that, and the other. I'm like, yeah, you're good. Call me 30 minutes from going to work on the way to work in his car and go, Hey, this other job that uh, I was interested in finally just called me back. And, uh, Wants me to wants me to come down there in forty five minutes. Well, look, man, this is a job you have. Go to work for your first day. Call me afterwards. I get a call a couple hours later. He never showed. Wow. Now this is a guy though that harassed me for weeks mm. to help him find a job. I finally found something that worked for him. But this was after he quit another job after a week. So in my book, you're dead. 
but I know people in my industry that will keep his information and will find himself. Things happen. Yeah. No, no, they don't. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in most businesses, especially in my business, like reputations, everything, man, like it, it just goes around, right? It's, it's, it's a small world and eventually it comes back to bite you in the ass. Um, you know, some people, you know, that's, that's not a value. It's not a core value of theirs. Um, you know, they're just out for self and they're out for short term and they don't think long term. but, um, yeah, it's unfortunate, man. Some industries like that, especially a buddy of mine, I was just at his restaurant and he was telling me how like, um, you know, he's running around like crazy. He owns the business, but he doesn't typically, you know, wait tables and do all this stuff. And he's like, dude, it's crazy. He's like, I had three people quit on me today. People just aren't showing up. They're not even putting two weeks in. They're just like taking another job. Um, and he's like, it's crazy. You know, how do I keep people? How do I keep my place open? You know, well, so. that's the, um, so we, you've heard the great resignation. Yeah. So now they've got another great, it's the, what did I see it the other day? The great reapplication or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, look, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? What was going to happen somewhere throughout the show? Oh what, yeah. What, little one. Little one. Uh, giving me high fives. Thank you. Nice. Um, but so we're seeing that now where people are leaving their, took a job, left an industry. Now they're like, eh, I'll go to another one. And, and it's, it's so cyclic, but what I have seen, and you can tell your buddy this, and he might, this might be something for him. Some of our industrial clients are offering <clears throat> gas cards to employees if they hit their 40 hours here's a $75 gas card and they don't have you don't have to give a raise it's under the the federal tax numbers for it to be considered as you know a bonus or anything like that you 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 get, you're able to give them this and hold on, you're able to give them this, and now they don't have an excuse to say they couldn't make it to work either. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, there's a lot of incentives. That's a great idea. I know that he told Hi. me, hey, hey, little man, how are he you? He can't hear you. What? He's got, I got my earbuds in. See, <laughs> Mr. Eric can't hear you. Are, are you still watching your movie? <laughs> Can you get off my wire, please? All right, go watch your movie. But I want to play a game then. Okay, go play a game then. <laughs> I, t I told you I knew it was going to happen. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Um, yeah, he told me that uh, he actually provides housing. So, like, right down the road from the restaurant, there's a, the, he's got apartments. You know, so they, they live there rent-free, bro. And then he also said they get to use the, the restaurant van, like, for stuff. Like, all sorts of stuff, not just business. So he's like, I don't know what else to do. They got free transportation, they have free housing, you know, and then they're quitting for other opportunities. It's just, you know, like you said, the great resignation. And, it, and it's everywhere. Everybody's yeah. offering. But, you know, and, and you being a, a business owner yourself, I mean, that, you know, I'll toot my industry for a minute. I normally don't talk a lot about it, but I'll toot my industry. That's why I tell people all the time, yeah, there's a cost associated with my industry because we're staffing you, you, you got to pay me and I'm going to do the work, but we take on all the state extortion fees. So all that unemployment insurance, um, workman's comp taxes, everything. The yeah. staffing ag agency takes that on. Like, wow. 
Yeah, I'll look in a minute. So we take on the, all those responsibilities up front. All the risk, yeah. All the risk for for the person. And yeah, there's a markup, but when it's all said all all said and done, that markup works out to like four ninety five an hour. Mm. You can't hire an HR manager for that price. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I, a lot of people look at it and they're like, "Why well, pay this guy sixteen dollars an hour? Why am I paying you twenty seven? Mm. Well, you're right. already paying the state six more dollars an hour. You didn't even re- you didn't even think about that. Like you paid that person sixteen dollars an hour." But you're actually paying $22 an hour for that person because your state charges you about $6 in extortion fees. Wow. Yeah. And then, and that's the only way I know how to look at it is it's state extortion fees. If I've got to, if I've got to pay a tax, some of it's just a pure tax to have employees. Unreal. Yeah. They don't make it easy. No. So that's, that's my touting of my industry. If, if you, anyone wants to know more, reach out to me at the above the bar pocket. Um, <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. and I'll tell you more about how it works. But, but yeah. So, but now we've talked about some of the, you know, pitfalls of getting into podcasting and getting into a business. And I will also tell you, uh, we didn't really touch on this. If you're going to be a guest, please don't make yourself into the Amway of guests. I. <laughs> I know we've all got something we want to pitch. That's why we run. And that reminds me, I almost forgot. I almost was a horrible host. Um, look at the banner going along the bo- bottom. Eric's got a giveaway of his guide for podcasting. Uh, I will put this in the show notes, but it's Eric Cabral, C-A-B-R-A-L.com. Or is it .com or .co? That, .co, yeah. Oh, .co. Somebody beat me to it. I'm going uh, to have to send someone over there. Break his legs. Knee, you're in Jersey. You're, you got knee breakers. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Backslash guide. And it's a it's a giveaway. So make sure you, you go check that out. We'll put it in the show notes. But uh, I, I always say that. Please please don't don't be the Amway of, of guests where everybody reads your thing that you send them. So uh, just so you know, I'm a coach. Uh I'm actually one of the Fortune 500's uh, most sought-after cheesemakers that uh, <laughs> let me go ahead and come on your show, and I'll explain to you how I can make you great. And you're like, what? I don't – Yeah. So that's my piece. But what are the upsides? Like, what? Let's talk about that side. You know, we, we've given the oh, well is me, but let's talk about the upside of how podcasting can really increase your business. Yeah, it's there's nothing like it, you know. You know, being in marketing for for dozens or decades, um, for me, I I've never seen anything like podcasting where um, it just at speed, bro, at speed, man, creates no like and trust, no like and trust, and that is critical in business, right? Someone can know who you are, but they don't necessarily like you. But if they like you, right, all of a sudden that can lead to a conversation. That can lead to, hey, finding stuff that we have in common. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a minute, you do what? Oh, and I do this. And it's like peanut butter and jelly. We mix it together and now we like can help each other. It tastes <laughs> great. You know, what was that one uh, thing that we grew up with, the commercial? Uh, you, uh, you, you put, put peanut put, butter you put in my cho- chocolate. Put chocolate in my peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> Reese's, the Reese's commercials. Reese's, Reese's commercials. That's what it's like. That's what podcasting is. It's the Reese's of like uh, content creation. Uh, not only that. You're having a conversation, right? And you're just having fun, like, you know, what you're witnessing here in real time. 
And now all of a sudden I always say magic, the magic happens when the mic turns off because it's not necessarily about the content that we're creating, which is great, right? You got to create content in today's day and age. You have to, have to, have to, that's a must if you're in business, especially. But then when the mic and the camera turns off, all of a sudden you're like, Hey man, you said something about the, hey, how can you do, how can I plug in there? How can you, and all of a sudden you're like, you, you either got new clients or you got a new friend for life. There's so many great things that happen out of the podcast. hundred percent. I've been looking for, and it's the one thing I've actually sent StreamYard messages about. Can I please, can you please give me a way that after the show is over for me to continue recording? Mm. And they're like, we don't have that. I'm like, look. I could sell the information after the show is over with probably as as good as I could sell my regular show mm. because I hear like uh, the, the, the big one is always, I interviewed a guy. He was amazing. The show's over and completely out of left field. He goes, Oh, I forgot to mention. I own the largest collection of serial killer memorabilia in the world. <laughs> I'm like, What? He's like, yeah, we'll have to find a time to get me back. I'm like, you, what, what? I'm like, you not mention that? Yeah. how does that not get mentioned? Like yeah. I would walk into rooms and yell that, like, guess what I own? Is that a true story? You just made a hundred percent. He lives on Long Island. His what name is, they? his name is Reverend or Dr. Reverend David Adamovich. Mm. He is also known as the great Throdini. He is a. He's in his 70s, but he is still the fastest knife thrower in the world. What? And he didn't even get into that till he was in his 60s. And after the show was over with, he just drops this bomb on me. And I'm like, and this is my early days when I was using um, Skype mm. to record on. And he drops this bomb in my lap. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, my buddy had had passed away i didn't want to see the collection get broke up and just throws that out there wow. i'm like yeah so I, I, but I, I digress um so what are some of the other things though like from when getting into the podcast piece and, and trying to make it tie into your business um what are some of the things that you've seen that really have made people that, that you work with successful because a lot of, oh, we all want to monetize this thing. Let's call that what that is. Yeah. Like I got an idea we'll talk about afterwards that I'm going to be working on with, I'm actually working on a, a website uh, with one of our prior guests, uh, Jessica Gruber. And, but what are some of the things that you would advise? Like, let's start with the monetizing piece. Like, do you mon you monetize yours? Um, in, non-traditional ways so not the way people would expect like old school traditional radio you know like i'm gonna put 1-800 mattress on my show like I, I i don't i don't do that but what i do do is i uh, you said do do i do i said do do i know um <laughs> is i created a multimedia agency that produces podcasts for businesses right so that's how we you know we're an outlier so we that's how we make money podcasting because we create podcasts for other people and i just happen to be a client um, but the thing is I do get people that reach out to me that say, Hey, um, can you put ads on your network? So we'll do that from time to time. It's not an official thing, but we do do it. And I said it again. Um, <laughs> but the thing is to monetize, 
I highly recommend if you're going to have a podcast and, and, and if we think about it less like traditional radio, right? Cause that's dead. I don't, I don't even know how they're still like operating right now because once the boomers are gone and, and even a large portion of us Gen yeah. Xers, no one's listening to radio anymore. Just like no one's listening or watching cable television, right? It's all, no. it's all changed. It's all shifted. Listening and, and, and consuming habits are totally different. So I say that when you monetize a podcast, don't think of it like radio, but think about it. Like I said, number one, it's build, building a relationship with someone that can do business with you. So if you have a business or you don't have a business, but you want a podcast, I recommend start a business first, <laughs> right? Have something, something, even your side hustle now can become a business, right? And then once you have that business, you kind of bake it in, you thread it in somewhat into the conversations or even after the conversation podcast. And you could say, you know, hey, I can help you or do you do this or do you have this? Like for me, after the conversations, I'm typically like, hey, notice you don't have a podcast. Are you interested in having one? You know, we could help you with that. Or do you have one now? Are you happy with the people that you're working with? You know, I'm, I'm, you know I'd love to chat with you to, to tell you what we're doing. Uh, that's that's cool and, and different. Um, you know, so things like that. So here's the thing, though, that I want to share with the audience that it was helpful to me when I heard it somewhat recently that there's three things when you're having a conversation with someone, um, whether they want to hire you or not. And even if this is subconscious, right, there's there's three C's and say like you and I are talking and and Sean, you're considering hiring us to take over your podcast. Number one, you're going to think of my character. Like he seems like a cool dude. He's, he seems like he, he's he's trustworthy. Maybe I'll I'll look, I'll I'll do the Googles. And, and I'll see if other people like him and trust him. So, right, there's there, there's that, there's character. And then number two is like competency. Like, does he seem competent? I'm like, oh yeah, look at all these podcasts he produced, dozens and dozens of podcasts. He seems pretty confident, his team at least, maybe not him, but maybe his team, super competent. And then number three is like your connections. Because a lot of people, dude, honestly, they hire us because they see that I have this crazy network in the real estate space. And they're like, man, he knows everybody in real estate investing. I, I want to be in his ecosystem because he might introduce me to this and this and this and this. So there's the three C's that if you can embody those things, not by trying, but just, just that's you, you know, you're those three things, then people will probably give you money and your podcast is the door to the party. I have to pause you for a second, Eric, yeah. not because of that. I've told you that it's a lunacy place here. Sometimes this bar, I don't know if you can hear the cat right now. I hear, I hear a cat in the background, but I just, I'm sitting here, can't figure out where my cat is. The five-year-old, when he went in the bathroom, locked closed the, the cat and yeah. closed the door. So give uh, me a moment, dude, I'll please. Run the show. Yeah, I'll You'll run take the show. over the show yeah, for I'll a take moment. Over take show. over yeah, for yeah, a yeah. moment. I'll tell people what that, that thing going on underneath here, uh, that little URL is yeah. a podcast do's and don'ts so you know over the course of my experience in the years i've collected no you locked the kitty cat in the bathroom while daddy's yeah. doing his show and i could hear the kitty cat in the background <laughs> i'm just telling people what they so, get when they download let mr eric run this it's a uh oh he can't hear me it's 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 a podcast do's and don'ts it's really good i love it and i appreciate nathan you uh you, you participating and jumping in man this is awesome is Nathan right. a good friend of yours? Yes, Nathan is uh, one of my very good friends. He's a horrible fantasy football player. Um, he His first pick is always a kicker. I don't understand why. He always picks a kicker, and he always picks a kicker that isn't even in the league anymore. He picks Matt Stover every year, and I can't I keep explaining to him Matt doesn't play anymore. 
But uh, no, him and I actually normally go head to head on uh, everything. Now he's a great. Now there's an example. Like he actually is very good at. Uh, look, <laughs> you, you see this full of shit. He's actually very good at booking guests. That's one of his things. Is he helps yeah. out a lot of people. He's helped me out with some folks. That's awesome. Uh, he's a good booker for podcasts. And that's something he, him and I've talked about where he actually wants to make that into a full-time business yeah. of just going out and booking guests for people on podcasts, making those connections. He started a, a Facebook page for we're big Ravens fans. We're all from originally from Baltimore. And uh, he started a Facebook page that has not only doesn't have thousands of followers, it's one of the few play, pages that the, actual Ravens players will follow along with mm. most of those pages you, they get invited to him and they kind of blow them off. Like, yeah, I'm not, I don't care about that. They actually follow his page and make connections with him and everything. So he's got, he had, Nathan's a good dude. He's a horrible fantasy football player, but he's <laughs> good at, good at that other space. <laughs> horrible at it. He loses every year to me. <laughs> Someday. Someday it'll come. Yeah, it'll be someday, just not Sunday. <laughs> but, but you, you know, you you bring up such a, I, I like that the three the three C's. Now, if somebody does reach out to you, so somebody's listening to this right now and they're saying to themselves, you know what, I got a podcast in me, I can go Sean's route, which is stumble through it, figure it out. I have my own pod father, Herb. Uh, he runs our network. He's been doing it about twelve years, also. Mm. Um, he's had some good success. He's recovering from some medical stuff, but <clears throat> reaching out to the on air to, uh, on air and saying, Hey, I got this. Can, can you make this happen for me with on air brands? What can they expect? Yeah, they, um, they can expect what I like to call turnkey podcast solutions. So it's like someone who doesn't know much or anything or or they know a little bit but they don't want to learn a new thing um we make it really easy for our clients you know so they're like successful business people that have you know teams and marketing and all this other stuff you know so so there's a lot of irons in the fire and they're always building and they're always distracted and they're serial entrepreneurs right um and they know they need a podcast to amplify what they're doing so that's where we come in we're like okay We'll, we'll work with you for six weeks to launch it. You know, we'll, we'll conceptualize, we'll strategize and we figure out everything that you need. Like a lot of them come with ideas already baked and we're like, cool, man. And we'll just help you bake more of it, you know, and then we'll serve the cookies. Uh, other people like <laughs> come and they're like, they don't have a clue. They're like, I don't know what ingredients I need. I don't even know what a kitchen is. I don't know what a spatula is. And we're like, okay, here, you don't need to know all the tools but let's at least get an idea down so that we can make that happen for you. So that typically takes six to eight weeks. And then, and then it's just monthly production from there, like weekly. We, we recommend all of our clients, most of them have uh, one episode a week, some of them two. And now we're doing video. We're doing YouTube video. Um, I did like this when we were doing the live stream because then boom, it's video right off the bat. Right. And then dude, here's the magic. Here's the crazy secret sauce is we do up to nine sometimes 10 social media promotional pieces for every single episode. So you're talking like 40 or 50 like content pieces on Facebook, LinkedIn, everywhere. Um, and we do that. We do the writing, we do the titles, we do all that stuff. So people are like, I love this. Uh, uh, you just, uh, it's just. Well, that's the toughest part right there. 
that's you it's that is it's all systems that, that so like i do my own yeah and and it's tough like it's tough man it's tough it's tough that's why people pod fade because systems processes teams people aren't ready to commit to that and and i committed to it and then i built a company out of it I'm not saying that everyone needs to do that but you need people right to to, to keep, stay consistent hold you accountable that's what we do pretty much now what about the other side it's the person who maybe they're me you know you're 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 130 episodes into it you've got a process you've got what you're going on are they calling you most likely not um it depends right if you have a business or you're gaining some traction and success and you're monetizing it then you would have the budget you know to kind of work with us but i recommend like someone in your situation say you don't have the budget because we're not we're not cheap admittedly um we we're, it's 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 a bit of an investment um but here's the thing like vas man like i well i got i got lucky one of my best friends who was also in my band at the time was an audio engineer he went to school for it in la and hold, like, on, hold on hold on hold on you said your what was uh, in your what he was in my band yeah what kind of band Oh, How, you can't skip over band. that. It was a rock band. <laughs> you can't skip over that. Yeah, yeah, I'm a musician. I haven't, dude. Ever since I started business, I don't play anymore. I have a whole studio downstairs with drums, guitars, bass, everything. Man, it's nuts. Oh, we gotta talk about that. So your friend was your friend from LA. Yeah. So he, well, he moved to LA. He was in Jersey with me, but um, yeah, he would produce. Dude, he produced my show for three years. And I was like, hey, can you produce another friend show and then another friend show? And then that's what helped me start the company. Um, but then eventually I did hire a VA and she managed all the shows, like everything you're talking about, just scheduling it, finding guests, emailing, all the administrative stuff. And I applaud Nathan for doing that because it's a lot of administrative tasks. Um, I highly, I highly recommend hiring a VA in the Philippines or we've got some in South Africa. We got them all over the country. Um, and you can hire them to do the stuff you don't want to do spreadsheets, analytics, you know, emails, all that stuff. So that's, that's, that's kind of where you can start systematizing what you're doing, Sean. Hiring See, that's where, where I'm at right now. I'm, yeah, man. I'm doing it all. And I, in some days it's like, okay, it's time to sit down and do this next post and put that's it out everywhere. And. It's a lot of work. I see what you're doing, man. It's a lot. I'm like, holy moly. Did you create all those graphics? Oh, all the yeah. promotions? Every everything that you see, Dude, that's that's me sitting it's down. It's almost worth hiring a VA that can do all that, like a designer that can also do administrative stuff. And then yeah, you my, just take it all off your plate. Five bucks an hour. I guess, look, I'm all about it's like who you got for five dollars an hour. Yeah. That's it. What do you have for talk. five? Dude, you, <laughs> they don't live in this country. I'll tell you that. Well, that that it's funny you say that. Yeah, that's been talk about industries again for a second. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't dealt with it, but I know people who have the um, IT industry mm -hmm. is in a hurt locker with the war in Ukraine. Oh, so a lot of your top end. IT, Java, all them folks. Yeah. They were in the Ukraine. And you're talking a difference where that person in the US was a ninety hundred thousand dollar a year person mm. in the Ukraine, they were a fifty, sixty thousand dollar person. Mm -hmm. 
same, same quality, if not better quality of work. So since the war in the Ukraine, that has hurt that industry. That was a huge thing over there. Yeah, that's unfortunate, man. Yeah. And you never know when these things are going to happen, right? Um, something could happen in one of the countries. I, I, I know like during, during, you know, when we all got 2020'd, um, it was... <laughs> that's the best name for it yeah. we all got 2020 we got 2020 man uh we all we all collectively felt it um people were you know like oh shit you know you know every country was reacting to it differently um so we got affected by by what was happening in the philippines and asia we got affected some some you know full lockdowns in in south africa things like that so you know and, and you know in south africa especially they um they monitor your energy, man. They're like, okay, lights off. I'm like, what is going on? No here? shit. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, hey, sorry, uh, I got to hurry up and quickly do this for you because uh, they're going to shut the power off. You know, <laughs> so it's like rotating the energy in your neighborhoods. It's bananas. I've never heard. So we know we know you like you could start a business, but you wouldn't recommend being a serial entrepreneur. They can Always. definitely reach out to. Uh, on air brands, if if you're out there doing those things, here's my next curiosity for you. Mm. And we're I still want to talk about this rock band for a moment. <laughs> yeah, sure. Talk but what I'm curious of, if you could start back over your podcast, mm. would you stay with the same topic, or is there now looking at it? Is there another topic that you would shift to? It's so funny you say that. I'm currently in the process of transitioning it. I'm probably most likely now committing to it. I'm shutting down my current podcast of like four or five years called Entrepreneur Circle, 250 episodes practically. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to bed. I mean, it it served its purpose. I used it as a learning tool. I used it as an opportunity to reach to people that I wouldn't have a conversation with me um, otherwise. You know, I'm like, hey, you want to have a cup of coffee with me, Robert Kiyosaki? And then he's like, who the hell are you? I'm like, hey, you want to be on my podcast? He's like, oh yeah, sure. You know, so it's like, um, I don't necessarily need that anymore, Sean. Like, I um, I need to start exploring what I what's the next version. You know, what what am I doing now? And it's less learning. I'm always learning, uh, but it's less that and more shifting into that niche that we were talking about earlier, you know, cause I, I love personal branding and talking about that now that it's been four or five years, me developing a personal brand, which I highly recommend everyone out there creating your personal brand, um, is, is critical. You have to have one nowadays. And that's what I like to talk about. That's the new thing that I talk about three to five years. I can easily get up every morning and be like, I can't wait to talk about that shit. Uh, so I'm creating, I'm writing a book called be your brand and I'm going to have to start, a podcast with the same name because it's just marketing, right? Everything has to coincide and align and complement each other. So I'm launching several things all around that whole community and building a new community called Be Your Brand. So thanks for asking, uh, because yeah, I'm 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 putting it, I'm, I'm I'm evolving, I'm changing it to something else. I mean, honestly, you you've got me, you've got even me thinking like maybe I do need to do that other show to do that that staffing show. It would be interesting to me just. Uh, Cause I listened to a guy named Marcus Edwards who I really enjoy. He has a show called uh, recruiting trailblazers, but him and I talked the other day uh, on the phone and I even said it to him like, Marcus, you do a great show, but all your people are tech um, high end Silicon Valley. He's out in Silicon Valley recruiters. Mm -hmm. 
when are you going to talk to an industrial recruiter that's got to sell a person on $16 an hour mm -hmm. to go move boxes all day long? You know, when are we going to talk about that? And he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. It's not his world. He doesn't know that world. And I'm over here like, fucking tell you about that guy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I would recommend that you use this vehicle, this platform to test drive it. Right. So you were saying, oh, I can't do two episodes a week. But maybe you tried for a month. And that second episode is this show that you're talking about. I'd have to come up with a good name for it, though. Could, would you use the same name? No, I would, I would call it something new or at least this version. So like, let's take Rogan, right? He, he's, he's a great example. If you look at his feed, it's the Rogan podcast, JRE. He's got the JRE experience, but then he's got some MMA shit in there. Like we know he loves MMA and right. he's got like MMA and it's a different number episode from the JRE thing. I never so, knew that. So you could easily say episode 001 you know the staffing guru whatever it is is the new episode and then and then that branches off to like oh shit i'm gonna that, that one's great i love that i'm gonna put this one to bed and hmm. i'll go do that one but you could use this you're already doing this yeah this i'm comfortable with this is th this is actually i have to send out two emails uh tonight but this is actually booked through the first half of november mm. like i have a guest every week yeah. to the first Till wow. the first two weeks in November. Holy moly. Well, that's, that's the good. tough part is yeah. people, you know, once it got moving and people hear it and they go, oh, I really like this. They're like, I want to come on. Um, for for me, because I, I know who I won't talk to. Mm -hmm. uh, and I kind of hinted at that already, who I avoid. Mm -hmm. um, when you send me a message and... Let me tell you about how great I am. Okay. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. I don't, you and I won't ever talk. Uh, but the guy who sent me a message, it was like, dude, you like funny stories. I've a dating disaster. Let me tell you all these horrible dating stories. I've got, you're coming on. <laughs> me and you are going to talk. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, you really, you, so, so that sounds like something that people could expect going with and having a conversation with you or however you set up the consultation for on-air brand is kind of this giving them ideas to kind of get the juices flowing in a yeah. new way. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love chatting with people, listening to their ideas and, you know, adding a little lemon and juice or, you know, gasoline to the fire, whatever they need uh, to inspire them to do, to do it or, or, you know, to try something new, like, you know, kind of what we're doing now. It's like when we had those conversations, like, Hey, experiment and you know, it's, it's your playground. It's your sandbox. Do whatever the F you want. That's um, the great thing. And who cares yeah. if you fail at it? Hey, man, you're going to learn something. That's that's a fact. So, yeah. yeah. So I want to get into this this giveaway. So tell everybody about the giveaway. Before we get ready to close the bar down and everything, tell everybody about the giveaway. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, it's it's just accumulation of you know information that I've, I've I've gathered over the years of podcasting. Just podcast do's and don'ts. Um, you know, one of the things that I do say in there is like a don't, um, is and any podcaster that's listening to this, uh, will resonate at some point. Um, they've experienced this where you get the guest on, this isn't you cause you're the opposite where you're kind of like doing a pre-interview and you just like l l 
you're, you're researching him on the fly. <laughs> Got to go on LinkedIn. Gotta, and as you're, as the guys there or girl is listening and saying, can't wait for the show to start, you're looking them up right there on the spot. <laughs> you don't know shit about them. And the thing is, I'm guilty of this as well. Like this has happened to me from time to time. And what I always say is I'm doing too much. Uh, I slow down. Like you've got so much shit on your plate. You know, you need to recognize you're doing too much. So that's what I always say. And that's one of the many, many, many things in this guide. It's like, just do this stuff and don't do this stuff and you'll be golden. People are you willing to give away your biggest do and your biggest don't? That, that was one of the big don'ts. Um, here's a good one. Here's a good do. This is huge. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, when they do social media, bro, they, uh, oh man, I hate this. They'll, they'll, they'll make blanket statements like, Hey, Facebook, you know, um, uh, or, or they'll go, Hey, <laughs> you know, Hey, LinkedIn or whatever it is, whatever the platform is. It's, it's almost exactly like Jimmy Fallon going, Hey, ABC, like you're not, why are you referencing your audience <laughs> as a broadcast network? Like it's the platform. It's not the people. I don't even like it when like Snoop Dogg is on stage and goes, what's up, Minnesota? Like I just, I, I drove here, man. I'm not from here. You know, like how do you, why are you blanket <laughs> stating, right? Right. I'm from New York. I came to Minnesota just for you. And you're saying I'm from Minnesota, but you know what I mean? Like, so like, this is the way we speak in the marketing world, especially on podcasts and any type of flat platform that you have is speak to the individual, talk to one person. Whenever I turn on my camera or my podcast or something, I'm like, Hey, I'm so glad you're here. Can't wait to share this with you. You know, like one person, cause that's the person that's listening and they say, Holy shit. He's talking to me. I, 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 he's talking to me. So like, that's what you want. You want to talk to one person when you do anything in, in social media or podcasting or writing a book, anything when you're communicating to people. And again, folks, you can go right on to Eric Cabral and that's C A B R A L. And that's Eric with a K. So E R I E uh, got my tongue tied around my eye teeth. Couldn't see what I was saying. <laughs> uh, let's try this again. And that's Eric E R I K C a B R A L and that's dot co. So that's just C O no M backslash guide. You go on there. It's going to ask you about setting up a meeting. Eric and I've already talked about it. He said, don't stress about that. Yeah. That's not a thing, but, but you'll the get the guide. Yeah. Get the guy, get the download. You know, and, and, and I'll tell you, I still, to this day, I'll probably do the same thing. Cause to this day, I still like to look at guides and, and the way people are doing things. Cause I'm always, I'm always listening to shows and, you know, it sounds like you, you have like a very, you have a process where there's, you know, some engineering and production value and all those things. This is going to end. I'm going to hit download. <laughs> and then you're going to publish. Yeah. And, and, and it, tomorrow will go out at 7 a.m. I love it. Because simple, simple. I, I, I can't because yeah. I'm late. I'm, but I talked to a guy um, a couple weeks ago, does a. Uh, D&D Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, one episode takes me a week worth of production value. And I'm like, well, you do a great job with all those voices. Do you have a like a soundboard or something? You just hit a button. He goes, no, when we record, I might try to change my voice a little bit. But then I go back to each, go back through the episode. And if there's a voice change needed, I record 
over that oh, man. with a sound device. I'm like, God bless. Holy I'm like, moly. bro, yeah. really? He's like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, there are some people out there. They, they really love the craft. They, like it's, 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 it's a super hobby for them. Um, for me, when it turned into a business, I was like, I don't, I don't have time to love it this much. You know, like See, I have a lot of kids, I got a lot of kids and they all need love. Right. So some people are going to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Daddy's not loving you today. Yeah, It's okay. I love, all, I love you all, but, uh, yeah. But you just don't get as much today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe you're going to have two meals today, not three. <laughs> and I saw you were just recently at a, uh, at a pod convention. Yeah. Pod fest. Um, Podfest Expo is fantastic, man. I love Chris Kremitzos, the guy who created that community for us. Um, he's just—he's a blessing, man. He's—he's—he's he's, he's an abundance guy. You know, he's—he just wants to help people. And um, yeah, he gave us the opportunity to to create our own conference within the conference. You know, all That's about awesome. investing. So yeah, it was—it was fun, man. You know, it, it's a it's a raggedy crew to be honest. Like because when you go to uh, I went to art school, man. So you know, there's a lot of goth and like a lot of you know we're misfits, man. As creators, we're misfits. You know, I was the dude smoking weed with long hair, listening to Metallica and Anthrax. You know, in high school, and then um, you know went to art school. I fit right in. I was like, oh yeah, this is cool, man. All, all my the, people, all, all, all the misfits, yeah. But but, but podcasts have, are full of creatives. Uh, so it's a fun group, you know, and people are just figuring it out together, man. And um, it's a good. It's a good place to be, so yeah, I would check. I would check out Podfest Expo if you guys. Uh, How often does that go on? Uh, well, the big conference is once a year, so there was like seventeen hundred people there. Holy it shit! It was nuts, uh, but they have a lot of virtual stuff. They have a lot of smaller events that are like every other month or something. But yeah, Podfest Expo is a place. Dot com, I think is. And was was that in Jersey? That was in Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. I, I want to do it. I think I need yeah. to do it at this point. You should definitely check it out next year. They have other, they have, I mean, it's on their website. They can go check out what the other events are, but uh, the big ones happen once a year. It's probably most likely October next year. But yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. Just meeting other podcasters, you know, see what they're doing. Pe people that, that feel what you feel. Yeah. I, I'm, see, I, I, I'm all about that. So, but we're going to get ready. It's that time. We got to close the bar. Yeah, man. Going to turn the lights down. Play that song. It's closing time that everybody thinks is about closing a bar. That's one of those weird pieces of information. Everybody thinks the, the song It's Closing Time. It's such is a, a sad song, man. It has nothing to do with a bar being closed. What is it about? Oh, it's about um, a girl getting uh, pregnant. Oh, wow. If you listen to the lyrics afterwards mm. and then think about it, it's closing time. Uh, we're cl close the doors. It's time. Uh, you you got to go home, but you can't stay here. Mm -hmm. It's about a girl who gets pregnant. And uh, somebody said it was an abortion, but that was, uh, I always told him, I said, I think you're talking about a uh, brick by um, Ben Folds. But yeah, it's like, actually, when you listen to it and you realize like what he was really talking about, yeah. you're like, oh my God, this song's like super depressing. Like, Yeah, it is. Great song though, man. Great yeah. song. Well, look, we had the best music. Oh, hundred percent, dude. I loved the 70s, 80s, and the 90s. Um, I didn't have an appreciation for the 80s until I got older, like in, yeah. in the 2000s. I was like, I, it was always a joke to me. You know, all that, uh, you know, Culture Club, and you know, I, I secretly liked Michael Jackson, you know, but it was it wasn't cool to like pop in the 80s. Yeah, but we had a different kind of pop music in the 80s. Like, yeah. like we had like, uh, if you ever can find the video, or if I find it, I'll send it to you vanilla ice talking about music in the 90s mm -hmm. if you ever can find that video um 
he breaks it down perfectly. He basically says, music today sucks because it's instantaneous. It's just handed to you. You don't know it. Whereas he goes even down to the styles. They're just thrown in your face. Mm-hmm. Whereas from the 90s and before, we discovered the music. Yeah. We were present. You saw the styles. You had to look for it. You had right. to go to the Wiz. You had to go to, right. had to go somewhere and find the cassettes. It, it was a record and tape trader in oh, Baltimore. Yeah. was like the big one. Dude, do you remember listening booth in the malls? Like literally called listening booth. Yes. There were like glass booths where you put the record on the record player, put headphones on, and you would have to put the record on to hear the music. It was nuts, man. Or, or, or well, those those turn into the uh, the CD things where it would have like ten different CDs that just oh, yeah. came out, and yeah. you could listen to like snippets from them. Yeah. At Sam Goody. Right. Oh, yeah. Sam Goody. Yeah, dude. Yeah, abso- uh, absolutely. Yeah, those days are gone, man. Yeah, that totally like you'll good. never like nowadays. Um, we've had a lot of musicians on and I didn't realize that for every, for when you buy one album, just buy the album for an artist, you buying one album, it takes them something like a thousand downloads of their song to equal that payment. Wait, say that again. So you, so, so you, they would have to have a song downloaded a thousand times to equal the monetary amount. Of you going out and buying Buy one of their one, CDs, one CDs or one song, one, one CD. CD. That was like twelve ninety nine, right? Uh, so, yeah. but but they're they're yeah. the money they get from that one CD purchase. It takes a thousand downloads for them to get to that value. And people don't buy albums anymore; they're buying one song. I, I don't even do that. Yeah. I have Apple Music. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, so I pay ten dollars a month, and I have all the music I ever want. It's nuts, man. Yeah, it's it's a totally different industry now. You got to be a YouTuber, you know. You gotta you gotta have like a massive following to to gain anything. Like you know, whatever these successful artists are now, they they, they had a following. You know, they they were a Disney star, or they 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 were on TV, or they were in a movie, and then they bring them over. You know, and then they go, hey, I'm a musician now. You know, but like starting from scratch, man. And those days seem seem to be gone. Like that's, that's it's it's just tough. not there. It's yeah. it's not it, it's not the same market. But the other side to it is is I know some uh, young ladies that have phenomenal voices. Their careers are starting to pick up. Mm. They're doing it on Twitch. Yeah, I get it. Which I think that's the this is streaming on Twitch right now. Mm. Yeah, uh, and I think that's that's the next piece to it all is, is Twitch. Yeah, you Twitch, know, TikTok. All these new platforms. All, all of them. So, well, again, folks, go check out On Air Brands. Uh, go check out Eric if you've got a podcast that you're thinking about putting together. Um, but look, he ain't he ain't here. Oh, Derek just showed up. What's up, Derek? Hey, hey. Uh, how you been, brother? Um, but make sure you're reaching out to Eric on Air Brands. Look, and he said it himself. He's not trying to be arrogant about it. But he's not bringing you the discount bargain basement Earl Shives of uh, that, that we're definitely talking East Coast now. Earl Shives of uh, setting up a podcast. If you're legit, uh, if you're really looking at it, this is what he's going to bring bring to you. Uh, the Twitch wasn't working at all. Hmm. I have to oh. take a look at that. Thanks, Derek. Um, so make sure you reach out to him. Again, you have he has his podcast, Entrepreneur Circle. 250 episodes 
go listen to all of them. <laughs> Every single one over and over. Just throw it above the bar. He's got 250. I got 130. So you kind of like every second episode of his throw one of mine in. It'd be good. <laughs> it's like a full kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's an example. Ghostastic. They're a phenomenal paranormal ghost band we interviewed. Oh, wow. Um, make sure you're reaching out. And then make sure you, you go on to ericcabral.co backslash guide and get your guide to the do's and don'ts of podcasting. Yeah. Take the time to go do those things. As we always say, support our guests. Uh, you know what, Derek? You're absolutely right. It does help if you're connected to Wi-Fi. Now he's on Twitch. <laughs> uh, it's a it, it, damn Wi-Fi gets you every time. Um, <laughs> and, and if you're enjoying this, as I always will tell you, like, share, subscribe, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Um, if you have a sticker and a cause, make sure you send it to me. Let me know what's going on. If your neighbor isn't listening to this show or your friends aren't, make sure you take their phones from them. You go onto their podcast app and you forcefully subscribe them to it. <laughs> they will appreciate you for that. They might at first wonder what's going on. Push them down, take their phone, and make it happen. <laughs> I will appreciate I'll send you a sticker if you do that shit. Just make sure you make a TikTok for me. That's awesome. So as we do in every single show there, uh, Eric – the guest always, always gets the last word. So what's the and, – and look, don't log off afterwards. I got to talk to you for a minute. Yeah, so absolutely. what's the last word you got for everybody? Man, I – yeah, there's pressure there. But uh, I would say, you know, step into whatever it is you're hesitating to do. Like just walk through it because on the other side, you're going to learn something. You're going to realize, oh, shit. I figured something out. Maybe I walked through some fire. I got a little burned, uh, but I came out fantastic on the other end and uh, I'm ready to do something bigger or better. That's what I would say, man. Limiting beliefs, man, to crush those. Crush those and, and, and know that you can pretty much accomplish anything you put your mind to. Alrighty, folks. Be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation. Found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.